Hey everybody, welcome back to the Complete Student Podcast. We're so excited that you have joined us today for this episode, whether you're listening or watching on our YouTube channel. We just appreciate having you guys here with us, and today we've got another great conversation for you. Uh, Jackson, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm excited. This is something that we've been planning to talk about for a while, and I'm really excited because it's something that I, I think I have a lot to learn in. I don't have a lot of relationship experience, and so today wanted to have the conversation about breakups, mm. just in case I do have relationship experience and it goes horribly, horribly wrong. Right, right. Yeah. You said I you were excited know. about it, so I am I'm excited. wondering, is a breakup pending for Jackson? <laughs> no. Everybody, just make sure you are... Thoughts and prayers with Jackson as as he's wanting to learn a lot today. So thank you so much to all of our viewers for your thoughts and your prayers. More to, more excited than I expected you to be about the conversation of breakups. Today. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think that that is a good point. That it's not something people are very excited about. It's something right. that people dread are breakups. But wh- why do you think that is? Why are breakups so hard? Yeah. So we're gonna jump right in. Well, you know, in the world that we live in, February is always like relationship month. I like to dive in, talk about relationships with our students and and whatnot. So um, one of those aspects, obviously, is breakups when it comes to relationships. I think that breakups can be incredibly hard because um, there's a couple different elements there. First of all, uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to admit something that I'm not that proud of. But lately, uh, my wife and I, more my wife, but I find myself more often than not <laughs> joining her, I've been watching some relationship shows on TV. Nice. Um, I won't mention which ones because I don't want to endorse any. But (laughs) (laughs) um, it's so funny because you find that people are often, um, you know, like who are on these shows, they've gotten to a stage in their life where um, a lot of times they are afraid of commitment, right? They're afraid to like jump into relationships. And usually what you find out throughout the series or as you get to know this character is that the reason why they are hesitant towards Uh, romantic relationships in particular is because they know that they are giving a part of themselves to another person and that with that, that person has the opportunity to sort of um, hurt them, break them, however you might define that or phrase that. So there's this element of like a a fear that goes along with relationships of like, oh, if we break up, then all of my worst fears are going to come true. That the very thing that I was afraid of happening or the thing that I was dreading as it comes into a relationship is this breakup. And what does that do to me as a person? What does that do to like the rhythms that I've developed? Like how, how am I going to recover? There's just a lot of fear around breakups, which is why I think it's so hard. It's, I think breakups are hard. I think what's even harder sometimes is getting people who have experienced a breakup before to even take that step into um, wanting to maybe um, jump into a, a, a relationship again. And um, I think that that's also unhealthy because a lot of times, like we all, I think we all need relationships in our life, like not necessarily romantic relationships, but to just kind of shy away or to push away from um, diving deep into a relationship with someone or giving any sort of like yourself to another person, whether it's a friend or a romantic relationship, whatever it might be. Um, without that, I think we we are losing something for our souls. Like we all need people, whether it's a trusted friend or even family members or any type of relationships <clears throat> that have meaning, like requires you to give something of yourself. And without that, like I think we, we lose a part of ourself. I think the other part of breakups that's really hard is that oftentimes like you start, start to orient yourself around 
that other person that you're in a relationship with. Like the more you've given yourself to that person, the more like your life sort of um, starts to starts to come into alignment with them. Like you start doing certain things with your daily schedule, with your daily life that kind of revolves around integrating that person into your life. So then um, when you have a breakup, it's like not only am I losing this person, but now I've got to find a way to like uh, reorient my life around not having that person in my life. Um, so those are a couple thoughts that I have about why breakups can be so hard. Um, I would add, again, just a couple other little things that like, Oftentimes we, we doubt, like mm-hmm. we know that we entered into this relationship for a reason. So then there's some doubt that starts to creep in of like, okay, well, I, I made this decision early on that this was a relationship I wanted to be in. So breaking up seems hard because it's like, well, now I'm doubting myself. I'm doubting that decision. Um, am I going to regret this decision later? Um, have I not given it enough, uh, enough chance? Like, do I just need to give it more time and things will work themselves out? Um, all of those play a role into breakups being so difficult. So uh, anything that I miss, anything that you're thinking about that you would add to why breakups are so hard, even though you maybe haven't had any romantic breakups up to this point? Yeah, well, I think that's all good content. I think it, it helps. It's good to realize, you know, what's at stake with a relationship. When you enter into a romantic relationship, when you start dating someone, there is an effect that takes place on you, on your life, and then it begins to ripple outward. Mm-hmm. And I don't have romantic relationship experience, but, you know, I've had friends. Contrary to popular belief, I've had friends. Uh, <laughs> we're I, I, friends. I, I believe you have friends. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I've had friends. I've had relationships, non-romantic, and they do affect you. And y- I believe, like, if your life is a solar system, each planet has a certain gravitational pull, and there's things that revolve around each planet. There is a solar system of priorities in your life. And the more romantic a relationship gets, the deeper that connection is, the more things start to revolve around that planet, that gravitational pull. And so things start to surround and circulate around that. Like you said, your schedule, your priorities, you know, your future and your intentions, they all begin to shape to serve this person in the relationship that you're with. So I'm guessing you and your wife, you guys are pretty high up on that priority list. And a lot revolves around each other. Yeah, our lives are pretty integrated. I I do like this illustration that you're using. Thank you. Yeah, and she's got you watching, I hope, 90 Day Fiance. I really hope that's the show. (laughs) That that, that genuinely, I want that for you guys. (laughs) Uh, But you guys have integrated your lives, and there are priorities that now serve each other. And so when you are talking about a breakup, you're talking about pulling someone out of the rotation, pulling that gravitational pull away, and all of these priorities are now left to drift off into other places. And your life has become so occupied by them, and they're pulling so many other things around them, it's really hard to remove them. Physically, mentally, emotionally, and sometimes spiritually, it's hard to pull that person out of that solar system of priorities. So... Yeah, no doubt relationships can be really, really hard. And I think because they're so hard, we often hesitate to step into them. Like you said, there's doubt. You know, am I getting this wrong? Is this the right decision? So I think it's important to ask, you know, how do you know if you need to break up with someone? How do you know when it's time to break up? Yeah, which, again, is a a super valid question and important question to think about um, if you feel like maybe – 
this is a next step for you in your relationship. Um, I think that there's two elements to relationships. Um, there's more than two, but in, in terms of what I'm about to say, there's two elements that I'm thinking about when it comes to two people being together in a relationship. Um, I think there's a, a particularly romantic relationship. I'm thinking about there's um, the chemistry that's between the two of you, like um, just are the sparks flying. Like when you first meet someone and you can, and whether it's romantic or not, sometimes it's just friends. Like the, you meet a guy and you're like, dude, we just, we just bond. Like we just c- click, yeah. you know, like there's the same element with, um, with a romantic relationship. Sometimes you meet somebody and you're just like, wow, like sparks are flying. This feels really good. I like the way that this makes me feel like things are going really well. There's that chemistry that takes place between two people. That's one element to relationships. And the other element is, uh, what I would say, like the learning to love somebody, like, uh, understanding that love is more than just our affections and our feelings, but love is also a choice. And we, we get to choose how we um, are going to love another person and being intentional about where you're taking that relationship. And so, I would say two things are at play. First is like, okay, um, is there still chemistry between the two of us? Like, uh, is there is there still like that spark between us where we just we we enjoy each other's company and we just want to be around each other? And when we're together, like things are just natural. It feels feels good. Um, I think that's important. And if you don't have that, especially early on, like I think if you don't have that chemistry early on. Um, into a relationship, I think that that could be a sign, okay, well, maybe this isn't just uh, going to work out. I don't think that that is necessarily where it needs to stop. I would say if you only base your relationship based off of chemistry, then uh, you're missing out on, on on a potentially great relationship with somebody. Um, the other element is just, like I said, learning to love someone. And um, I think the more you get to learn to love somebody or the more you get to learn more about a person, the more you can decide, like, okay, are our values and our way of life and where we see our lives going, are they in alignment? And as you start to discover these things, if you see sort of that your lives are not in alignment, like you may have chemistry, but like your lives are going two separate Mm -hmm. diverging paths, different directions, then that could be like, well, as much as I like, like the way this makes me feel, like I can't see this working long term. I can't see this as this plays out. I can't see our lives like... Um, becoming one, like you talked about the solar system orbiting around. I can't see our lives orbiting around each other. And um, I like to, um, this isn't all inclusive, but I like to call them the five F's of relationships. Yeah. It's like learning these five things about a person will help help sort of determine, hey, are they the right person for me? I'm not going to take a lot of time explaining the five F's, but five F's are friends, family, faith, future and fun, all of these things, like as you begin talking these things out with another person or learning more about these things about another person, how, what type of friends do they have? How do they treat their friends? Like what's their relationship dynamics with their family, with their father, their mother, brother, sisters, how do those dynamics work? Um, Those are big indicators into like how they will treat you potentially down the road if your relationship leads further, further down the road. Um, Obviously like, what do you like to do for fun? That's kind of plays into the chemistry aspect a little bit, but like if all your relationship is, is chemistry and you haven't learned to like um, have things in common, then uh, then you're going to one day be very bored with one another. So learning to have fun, um, obviously, like, like 
analyzing or looking at your futures like, hey, I want to do this with my future and the other person saying, I want to do this with my future. Like, can those two things work together or will one person end up getting their way and another person end up somewhere down the road feeling like they've lost out on a piece of them in their relationship? Like, I think that's super important. Then obviously for our, um, uh, for us in the field that we work in and what now we, we consider our faith to be vitally important to who we are, like the most important thing to who we are. And, um, having, having that, that value of faith, um, is so important in, in terms of relationships. And if you aren't in alignment or in agreement with one another in terms of your faith, I think that that can be really detrimental to a relationship. So as you just begin to, again, going back to your question, how do you know it's time for a breakup? As you begin to learn these things about one another, if you find that like your values, your way of life and all of these things like aren't in alignment and you see your, yourselves going in different directions, uh, it's a good indicator as you begin to learn more that maybe it's time for a breakup. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts about that? Yeah, I think uh, just the question matters. You know, how do I know if I should break up? It's something that you have to ask yourself. I think you mentioned that chemistry, and, and you can't base a relationship solely off of chemistry. If you get so deep into the infatuation state, it can be hard to question, is this healthy? You know, is this beneficial? Uh, it's been said that if you wear rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. And so if you're so infatuated with someone and if you're so positively thinking about them, it's almost impossible to see, oh, wow, they might be toxic. Wow, this might not be healthy. Man, this is not a good match. So stepping out of infatuation and obsession for a moment and being able to genuinely gauge, is this a healthy relationship? That's important. And I think you hit it nail on the head when you talked about, you know, the direction of your lives. You know, direction, not intention, defines destination. So we know that the direction that you're moving, the way that you're going in life is going to decide where you end up and what your future is, not what you want it to be, what you intend it to be. Intention is important, but it ultimately yields to your direction. And so you have to think about, is this person moving in the direction that I want to be moving? You know, it's, it's said so often that, you know, you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And that goes double for romantic relationships. Show me your, your boo and I'll show you your future. Uh, and so if you... That's, that's wise, right? Yeah, thank you, thank you. It's realigned for the modern generation. Uh, but if you are looking at their lives and, and thinking, okay, this is how they treat their friends. This is how they, you know, treat their career. This is, you know, where they're going with their faith. And if it doesn't align with where you want to be, then maybe you need to make an adjustment. And I, it's a difficult decision, but it's one that has to be made, which, I mean, I think that surrounds this whole conversation is just how difficult it is, but how necessary it sometimes is. Yeah. And accepting that hard things need to happen is tough, but it, it's absolutely critical. I think because it's so difficult, we want to use as much intentionality um, and when we, we want to be direct with it. So I want to ask, you know, how do you have a healthy breakup? Obviously, there is fallout, but to minimize the damage of that, you know, relational break, how do you have the healthiest breakup possible? Yeah, you know, I think if you've reached this point um, in a relationship, then you've recognized maybe some warning signs. Uh, I, I remember having a friend recently who had to go through this breakup experience, and it was just like, yeah, I just don't, I'm not, I'm just not feeling it. It's deeper than I'm not feeling it, but just I remember just uh, just listening to him talk about it a little bit. And obviously it's something that like you don't 
do lightly, right? I think like um, like breakups are if you've been intentional about starting a relationship, then you need to be very intentional about how you're going to end a relationship if it comes to that point too. So um, I think it's super important that you have really taken time to think about it, like think about uh, what you want and why you want it. Like what what are the elements to your relationship that you're saying, okay, this part of it was good, but I'm recognizing that like this is a part of it that I don't like. And is that something that you can just talk out and like, okay, if this is an area that's you're saying, hey, like, I don't think that this is working. Is it is it something that you can have that conversation with the other person and can be fixed? Or is it something that's like, no, we're just we're just too different. in this like this isn't like a, a preference thing. This is like a, a value thing. So um, I think really understanding what you want, why you want it. Um, think about what you'll say and how the other person might react, I think is super important because, again, it's a tough conversation. There's going to be emotion behind it. There's going to be feelings. If you haven't thought, thought about what you're going to say, then you can let the emotions of the conversation sort of take over the conversation. And you might say something that you would regret or something that you didn't think through or something that, you know, you didn't want to say it that way. And now you've said it in a, in a more hurtful way or whatever. That's just not good. I think of the scripture, um, it's in Matthew 5, it's in the Beatitudes where Jesus talks about blessed are the peacemakers for they'll be called children of God. I think working at creating peace in this situation as much as possible um, is of utmost importance. And so I think thinking about how you're going to say it, thinking about what you want, um, having good intentions, not trying to like blame the other person for um, certain qualities about them, like trying to harsh on them about certain things, but like really just being clear about these are my values and this is what I'm wanting to see. This is what I'm experiencing, like being able to really articulate those things in a healthy way, super duper important. And I want to make sure that like people understand that. And then I think it's super important that this is a type of conversation that you do not have through text messages, Mm -hmm. Snapchat, (laughs) DMs, like this is not the place for those types of conversations be intentional, have the conversation face-to-face. Um, you know, I think that that's important. If you can't have it face-to-face, I mean, at least at least use FaceTime <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Like, at least, like, be able to see the person's reactions and be able to um, navigate that conversation based upon, like, what you're seeing in the other person as you're looking into their face and, mm-hmm. um, and experiencing that. Are there any things that you would... I know in your limited experience would say that also is important in terms of how to have a breakup. I think that, I mean, this goes beyond just relationships. This goes beyond breakups, but don't let us be your only coaches. I think having mentors in your life that are able to help influence you and help guide you through this is really important. The thing about relationships, because every person is different, that means every relationship is different, which means that there's going to be a lot of specifics uh, to your situation that we might not be able to address. And so someone who knows you and knows your relationship, knows your characteristics and your preferences, is going to be able to guide you through this better. Relationships, because they are so important, they require a lot of care. And to properly care for that relationship, you're going to need some really guided mentorship. And so have people in your life. And if you get to that breakup point, you're like, oh, shoot, I don't have a mentor to guide me through this breakup. Maybe getting a relationship mentor is a good idea to maybe not have to break up. If you get to a point and you're like, man, no one's been guiding our relationship. We don't have, you know, a couple to look to. We don't have, you know, a a couple of faith that can like help influence us and, and walk us through the relationship. Maybe that's a sign that 
if you get that, this relationship can be more viable and can live. But if you really come to a place where, you know, you've talked it out with a mentor and you've, of course, subscribed to the Complete Student Podcast uh, <laughs> and you think, wow, OK, it's time to break up. The number one thing I'd say, and again, this goes beyond just this conversation, but it's it's empathy. Have empathy for the other person. Try to relate to them as much as possible. Think about how they might be feeling. Think about what they're going through in this. And then, you know, the just the golden rule of how would I want to be treated? That's how I'm going to treat them based on how I would want to be treated. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to just receive a breakup text. So I'm not going to send a breakup text. Yeah. If it's safe to be around the other person, be around them. Make eye contact with them face to face. Have empathy for them. They're getting broken up with. It's a pretty stressful situation. And be able to empathize, be able to relate to that, be able to step into their shoes and think about what they might be feeling. And maybe something that they say in that conversation can be explained by using some simple empathy. And I, I again, I don't have a lot of experience here, but I mean, we're we're Christians. Our job is people. People are our thing. And so learning how to navigate these relationships with people and learning how to walk through connecting with other people is important. Romantic, platonic, however we do it, it's part of who we are. Yeah, There's no avoiding that. So I, I would say, what advice would you give to someone who's just gotten through a breakup? Yeah. Again, it's a lot of the same things that we talked about. I think what you talked about with having a, a group of people around you, whether it's a mentor or just a group of close friends that can walk with you through it, I think it's super important just because, um, you know, I think the more you can kind of get alone with your thoughts, maybe sometimes that, that can lead to some unhealthy places. So um, having some good friends around you is super important. Again, I'll go back to just being a peacemaker. I think if you're in that conversation, probably not the time to be trying to win that person back over because they've already taken the time to like be pretty intentional about having the conversation in the first place. So then for you to try to come in and like, no, 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 like you don't mean that or like, you know, try saying things that would try to get persuade them otherwise, I think is maybe not the right time. Now, I'm not saying that like there's never a time where two people have broken up and haven't gotten back together. I think those things happen, but I think there's got to be that space and time in between where you've both been able to evaluate, um, you know, where, uh, what your values are in that relationship and can this person um, line up with the values that I want. Uh, but I don't think you can have that moment in that, in that conversation. So I think it's not the time to be trying to like talk a person out of it um, and try to win someone back in the moment. I think uh, having uh, the opportunity to listen with empathy, which is what you said too, but listening with empathy allows you to be able to hear what the other person is saying and to be able to, to repeat back to them what you're hearing and, um, and so that you're crystal clear on, on what is being said and what is being maybe asked of you. Um, I think it's super important in those types of conversations. I think you don't want to walk away from the conversation being like, well, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm clear on like what they're saying or what they want, or, uh, did we just break up or are we just like addressing some issues? (laughs) Like you want to make sure that you've listened with empathy and that you've taken away exactly what they mean from that conversation. Super important. Um, I think those are some of the things I would, I can think of off the top of my head, anything that you would want to add to that? Yeah. I'd say, you know, three core points to that is, is have your people, 
So like you said, you know, have a support structure, have friends, have mentors, just have people that you can be around. If you're alone and your thoughts are getting really negative, call up some friends, go see some people. That's really important. I'd say the second thing would be don't rush the process. You know, the Bible says there is a time for mourning. If you have a mourning process that maybe doesn't look like someone else's mourning process, if your breakup, you know, depression lasts longer than maybe one of your friends. That's not a problem. There's nothing wrong with you. Again, every relationship is different. And so don't rush the process. There's no cookie cutter breakup formula. If you are really, really sad for a long time, my heart is with you, but please don't rush that process. Healing takes time. You can't rush healing. It's something that that God has sovereignty over. So give that to Him. Surrender that to Him. And then I say, bro, just get some ice cream. That has get that, some ice. Get cream. some ice cream. Go <laughs> get some Ben and Jerry's. Yep. I like Americone Dream or the Tonight Dough. Those are those are really good. Strawberry cheesecake's good. Get some ice cream. Reese's peanut butter cups. Ooh, that's that's my jam. And I think we can agree. Don't get a bowl. Spoon out of the jar. Spoon it out. Spoon out of the yes. jar. That is that is the best way. And and I think out of everything I've said, that might be my favorite piece of advice. That, Get some ice one. cream and just, just walk through it. Just know that God has also experienced the feeling of sadness. There's a whole book in the Bible called Lamentations where he's lamenting. So And then he ends that book because I think he was done lamenting at that point. But just to understand that God knows how you feel even in those darkest moments. He's there for you. I think that's an encouragement that we can share with with everyone. Absolutely. God is always with us. God is always with us. Sweet. Well, anything that you want to add before I don't we close think so. this one? Okay. I think we're good. I'm just glad we were able to have the conversation. Yes, me too. Thank you guys again for tuning in to the Complete Student Podcast. We hope that you found this episode to be helpful. Again, our goal through this podcast is to help you be able to react and respond in a way that's Christ-like and in a manner that helps you represent Christ in the best way. So thank you again. Hope this is helpful. Let us know how we did today. You can leave a rating or review, and uh, we hope to have you back here for the next episode of the Complete Student Podcast soon. We'll see you guys later. (laughs) 